Hi, everybody. Travis here from Therapy for Dads. First of all, I wanted to thank all of you listeners who have tuned in each week for the past 16 weeks to the Therapy for Dads podcast. Um, I just want to thank you again for your support, and hopefully you have enjoyed it, and I've gotten some great feedback from you all. And so this week, I'm going to do something slightly different, and I want to get your feedback and thoughts to see if you like it. And um, if you do, I can make this part of the regular rotation of the show. And so what you're going to hear is a episode about mental health issues. And specifically, this one is about the barriers that men face in seeking mental health treatment, and specifically these myths that men, in a way, have to kind of fight through. And I wanted to share this with you. And if you would like to watch it, if you're more of a visual person, I'm going to leave a link in the description of the podcast episode that would take you directly to the YouTube video. And you could also you could watch it there. You could leave a comment and review. Uh, either way, I would love your feedback to see if this is something you enjoy. And if so, I will make this, again, part of the regular rotation of the show in between interviewing other men and fathers about their mental health journey along with difficulties they faced. Hopefully you enjoy it. So without further ado, here you go. This is a Therapy for Dads podcast. I'm your host. My name is Travis. I'm a therapist, a dad, a husband. Here at Therapy for Dads, we're reclaiming the narrative of fatherhood, one story at a time. You can follow the journey on Instagram at Therapy for Dads and our website, www.therapyfordads.com. Welcome. Travis Goodman. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And today I'm going to jump into five major myths that seem to stand in the way of men seeking mental health treatment. And this is something that I've seen not only in my private practice working with men, as well as what the research is showing. And from what I found, a lot of this has to do with how men have been socialized, how men have been raised to talk about things like feelings, to be vulnerable with others. And so a lot of this has to do with societal norms. And my hope is that when I share these myths, we can change this narrative and get men talking and kind of reclaim this for men and show men that it is okay to ask for help and show men that it is okay to be vulnerable and talk about feelings and to seek help. So myth number one is that depression or some struggle equals weakness. Guys, men, if you're watching, I'm sure you can relate to being on a sports field or in a gym or sometime in high school, junior high, where someone called you some slur that we probably have heard in our head. In fact, you're thinking it right now and for a lot of men, and again, in my practice, what I've seen is they're deeply afraid of being seen as weak. And man, this is such a lie. It is such a heavy, deep-seated lie. Because what I can say is to be vulnerable, to share your emotional state with anybody is anything but being weak. In fact, it takes a tremendous amount of strength and courage and bravery to open up to someone and say, hey, I'm struggling. That is not weakness, my friend. That is courage. That is strength. Number two, that a man or men should be able to control their feelings. 
And so the problem with this myth is that we're assuming that one can control every emotion that comes at them. And that is so beyond true. And how I equate it when I'm working with men is that emotions are often like the waves in the ocean, that they come and they go in different sizes and different sets. And they'll come sometimes out of nowhere, that we're not doing anything. We just feel sad all of a sudden. We can feel anxious. We can feel worried. We can feel excited. And there are certain things that might trigger certain emotional states, but there's other times when feelings just come out of nowhere. And so this myth that we as men can control the feelings that we feel is so beyond a lie. So while we can't control what we feel and what comes our way, what we can do is educate men that we can control how we respond to said feelings. And again, going back to the wave analogy, it's like learning how to surf those waves. It's learning how to swim in the ocean. It's learning how to dive under the water, go over, ride it in. And that's the best way I can describe how to deal with emotions. That again, we can't necessarily control the waves that are coming at us, those emotions, but we can control how we respond. Number three, that real men, they don't ask for help. That to say that a real man doesn't ask for help, that goes into the whole unhealthy version of masculinity, the kind of machismo and toxic masculinity that men are these kind of these kind of stoic superman. And the problem with that is that it creates this suffering in men because they think that they shouldn't have to ask for help. They think that they should be able to overcome this. And when they can't, it just adds on shame and guilt and all this other kind of heaviness to them. And actually, the truth is that real men do ask for help. See, not asking for help is like trying to play football and you're the only player on the team and you're playing against a full 11-man defense and you're on offense by yourself, a one-man team trying to get the ball moving forward. It's a losing battle. And so real men ask for help. Real men seek professional help. Real men seek help from safe people, safe loved ones that care for them. Myth number four is that if we talk about our mental health issue, that it won't help, in fact, it'll worsen it. Oh man, this is so far from the truth, but it's a lie nonetheless, because what men get stuck feeling and thinking is that, well, if I talk about my depression or my anxiety or something else, that it's not gonna actually help. In fact, talking about it makes it worse. So let me just bury it. Let me just put it over here, pretend it doesn't exist. And, and so what we know and what I know is that, if anything, that worsens it over time. It might temporarily alleviate those symptoms for a time, but it's like a pressure cooker or like a tea kettle that eventually that pressure gets so much that it comes out, whether we want it to or not. And so what we want to educate men on here is that no, actually talking about it can be very helpful, very therapeutic, very alleviating. And when I've run men's groups or even individual with them, they'll say, gosh, just being able to get this off my chest and be feel heard, I already feel a relief. I feel a weight lifted, just being able to say it and to put words to it. And other times talking about it to someone like myself or a friend and get an alternate perspective can also be really helpful for men. What we don't want to do is bury it, is put it in a drawer and pretend it doesn't exist. Because again, what we know is that just makes it worse over time. And the fifth myth, and this one, man, I hear so many times, is that if I talk to someone about it, I'm gonna be a burden to others. And what I hear is that, well, my spouse already has problems, or my friend already has problems, or my coworkers. So I don't wanna, I don't wanna burden them. They already have their own struggles. And what that does is it goes back to them just trying to put on their own shoulders, to ignore it, and just kind of keep trudging along in the mud that they're stuck in and perpetuating the problem. In fact, making the mental health problems worse. And this is, this is such a sad one because it's such an isolating myth. And what I've seen so many times is that men just suffer alone 
and quietly inside and no one has any idea that they're suffering. In this myth specifically, I have seen be broken time and time again. I have run so many men's mental health groups and the one theme that I hear time and time and time and time again is that I don't feel alone anymore. I don't feel alone. And that feeling of burdenness, of being this weight is gone. And so men, I implore you to reach out to support, to talk to someone, someone that is safe, someone that you trust, close friend, or go see a therapist. We're trained to listen, trust me. And so these myths, these five myths, my hope is that you've heard something in here that you can change. And maybe you can relate to one of these myths. Maybe, in fact, you relate to all of them. And my hope is that hearing this has helped to plant a seed, to change those, because these are nothing more than a myth. And if anything, they're gonna keep you more stuck, more isolated, and more alone. Thanks for joining and listening today. Please leave a comment and review the show. Dads are tough, but not tough enough to do this fatherhood thing alone.